But you didn't have to cut me out. Make it like I wasn't. But I don't even need your love. You're dreaming like a thousand. That was a good song. I mean, it was like a one-hit wonder situation, but that was a good Fargan song. You should play it. Some Gautier. Guys, I fucking fucked up my back yesterday. <sighs> I'll tell Brandy all about it. She should make fun of me, but, you know. Bang, bang, bong, 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 ding, dong. Bing, bong, dong, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, dong. Wink, wonk, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. Have you seen those videos where they've just isolated both the singer's vocals? You can just hear how good they are. Dude, this is from SNL. What? All right, let's call it a Branda. Bing bong boom. Okay, now. Let's go. What's up? Wow. What a way to start. How'd you like that? Yeah. I liked it a lot. It felt right. Happy Saturday, bro, bro Wells. Why'd you open with the burp? Because I just ate a breakfast burrito. Oh. What was in the breakfast burrito? Tell me all about it. Describe it in detail. It was boring. I mean, I, I'm a boring eater. Egg, cheese, avocado, a little hot sauce. That was it. That's pretty good, though. It sounds tasty. It was good. Hence the burp. You know? Yeah. When I was younger, mm -hmm. my mother used to always tell me, if you burp like that, boys are never going to like you. And you're going to end up alone. And here I am at 35, alone. Yeah. She, she was, was right. She was right about that. However, I'm not sure if that's <laughs> if that's your issue. I mean, it's probably not, but no. I think she would probably take the win on it, you know? Like the I think the like you had a date the other day that we that you told me about that you didn't even go on. And I think that that might be more of the problem than the burping after the burrito. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's it's not like I bailed on a date per se. I was supposed to like follow up with them about like when I was a veil so that we could plan a date and I just never did. Okay. Regardless, you decided. So it's, not, it's not like I just like bailed on a date. You kind of did bail on a date. I mean, you kind of did. I mean, and I bailed on the opportunity of a date. But you know what? That could have been your person, your lobster, your penguin. Eh, eh. By the way, so I finally finished doing all my um my thank you notes for the wedding. That took a while. It took a long time. Well, you get like everyone gets a year to send you a gift. And I think that you should also get a year to get the response back. So I want to do them all at the same time. But I, here's my question. Did you get us anything? I guess I didn't, did I? Shit. It's so funny because... Wait a second, though. You said I have a year. Yeah, yeah. I gave you an out before this happened. But I was writing all the thank, thank so you notes I and I was like... time still. You still have time. Do you, I, honestly, don't give us anything because I don't want to write you a thank you note. But I just want you to know that I know that you are a bad wedding guest. My gift was my my presence, you know? Yeah, your present was your presence. Weekend for you guys. That's yeah. fair. I've always said that I'm a firm believer in the rule of if you have a destination wedding, then you shouldn't be expecting gifts because 
it costs so much to fly somewhere. You got to get a hotel room, got to do all, you got to take time away from, you know, your job or whatnot. It was just far away enough from Los Angeles to be a pain in the ass for people that didn't really love us to come. You got to come from, from Nashville. Sure did. If it makes you feel any better, I also did not buy Ben a wedding gift, so. So that's not a good thing, though, Brandy. Like, you... <laughs> Should be getting people wedding. Like, don't get me one because I don't want to write you thinking, though, but you should be getting people wedding gifts. I just am not a big gift person. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter what you are and what you aren't. It's, I'm just not. I really hate them. Yeah, I know, but it's a social uh, norm. Mm, yeah, I guess. But, you know, I really don't like social norms. I, I tend to, like, steer away from those anyways. Yeah, so but here's I what's going to happen. Brandy, here's what's, you know? here's what's going to happen, though, is you're going to be there. You're going to start getting the moniker of the girl that doesn't give gifts for weddings. And that's not a, you don't want that. But there's not that many weddings left to attend. <laughs> and I'm never going to get married. So it's not like I have to deal with the repercussions. Yeah, yeah let me tell you something. You're getting married. I'm not getting you know? you shit. You're done. I won't get married. And honestly, I don't want things. Like, I really don't like getting gifts at all. If I were to get married, if I were to get married, first of all, I would absolutely not have a wedding. And second of all, I think I would say, like, in in lieu of gifts, I think is the term they use. Please donate to my favorite charity to save the wild horses. Thank you very much. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got a house full of shit. Yeah, I understand that. But you get, like, really good shit. I will say that you get good shit. Like, you get a lot of, like, crystal. Like what? Like, Waterford crystal shit. I don't shit. need that. I know you don't need it, but it's nice to have. I don't want that. And then, like, fine no, china. I don't want it. It's, it's, like, junky to me. Nope, don't want that either. The other thing a lot of people do is they want money for the honeymoon. Yeah, I mean, that would be nice, I guess. But here's the thing. If you don't spend money on a big wedding, you have money to spend on a honeymoon anyway. True. If I could do it all over again, I would definitely make my wedding a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. But here we are. Anyways, before I called you, I was telling the YFTers. One, I was showing them the ISO track of Gautier's. But you didn't have to cut me off. Have you ever heard that before? Uh, the song? Yeah. Um, I don't think so. This is an isolation vocal track from their SNL performance, which is pretty bonkers, dude. I kind of wish that uh, Gautier had more hits because I really liked him. What happened? Like, why just the one hit, you know? Uh, dude, that's just, uh, one hit wonders are a thing. There's nothing you can do about it. My dad was one until Old Town Road, and then I guess he's a two-hit wonder. By know? the way... This is so funny. So the other day we were talking about the Grammys and how Miley hasn't won a Grammy and your mom was like, I'm not watching that because she has all these hits and I did a bowl of peanuts. I was like, does Billy Ray have a Grammy? And you were like, no, I don't think he's got a Grammy. That's not true. He's got a Grammy for Old Town Old Road. Town Road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. A, I forgot about that. You're a, <laughs> I mean, not to say it's not his song. Listen. Your dad's a country artist. You should know better than most that most of those songs that are performed by country artists are not their songs. 
There's a whole road in Nashville dedicated to people writing those songs for those other people. No, I know. I meant it was like a little Nas X track that featured my dad. Yeah, but? Instead of like a Billy Ray Cyrus track. That's true. That's what I meant. I get it. I know what you're saying. My dad, he was a one-hit wonder, but call me biased. But he did have quite a few great fucking songs over the, you know, the couple of decades he made music and never a Grammy. So, and Miley's been nominated, I think, once, but didn't win. Some Gave All was a pretty big one. It's a great song. So that's three right there. I that's... feel like other other than Achy Breaky, that's probably the other one people know the most. Yeah. So he's got Achy Breaky, he's got Some Gave All, and he's got Old Town Road. All right, that's, you can live off that forever. I mean, he has. <laughs> yeah, well, as one does. Dude, I yeah. fucked up my back yesterday. That's what happens. We're getting old, Wells. <sighs> no, it's it's like one of those things of like, I know better and I just am stupid. So we have this one room. I don't know if you have this. I think a lot of people have this in their garage, but in our garage, we have like a gym set up. So we have a room in our house, which we call the box room, where we keep boxes of shit. Mm -hmm. It's like storage, right? It gives me so much anxiety to go in there to get like, it's like where our suitcases are and like I've got coolers in there and stuff. And it's so hard to get stuff and it's just a motherfucker. And I've had on my to-do list for a while, like clean the box room. So yesterday I went like, cause it's been raining like crazy over here. And I went and cleaned the box room, right? So I'm lifting boxes left and right, moving stuff around, moving furniture and stuff. And God, did I get my lower back? So if I could just say one thing to all the YFTers out there, lift with your legs, not with your back. And also hire someone to do it. You don't need to do it. Why are you doing it? Mm -hmm. That's what I should have done. I, should have said, I said, hey, organizer guy, come over here and organize this shit. But I did it, and I'm proud of myself. Dude, is it raining like crazy in Nashville, or is it just in L.A.? It's raining, but not like crazy. It's like the typical on and off, you know, rain. We've had maybe like, I don't know, 12 inches in the last two days. Our pool. And my mom said it's flooding. Also, hey, iPhone company, I totally love that you're warning me about things, but the flash flooding warnings that are happening at one in the morning are fucking terrifying. You're waking up to me like, what is happening? Are we, are we getting bombed by the Russians? Like, what's going on? Oh, it's flash flooding. Well, what am I supposed to do? What, am I going to leave? No. You can't, don't, don't freak me out like that. But our pool is overflowing. And I don't know what I'm supposed to do there. Am I supposed to, is there a button that I'm supposed to hit when the pool gets overflowed to like drain it a little bit? Or does that happen naturally? Is there some sort of mechanism in the pool equipment that's going to fix that? Because right now, we are right on the brim, boys. And if that thing goes over, what happens? Does then that come into our into our house? Honestly, maybe. Honestly, maybe. I don't know. I've never owned a pool, so I don't know how that works. But I would, what if you have to dive in, swim down there, and like pull the plug like a bathtub? That would be kind of fun. But it's yeah. cold in there right now, boy. I bet. You like a cold plunge, though. Also, life update, guys. You know, I was talking about how I wanted to have fruit trees in my house because we've got all these trees and plants that don't do anything for us. They're not working for us. Well, we planted four fruit trees. I have a mandarin, a.k.a. cuties. I have a Mexican lime, which I don't know if that's racist or not, but that's what our gardener said it was. A lemon tree and a plum. Nice. Plum tree. Do you eat plums? I'm going to in, I don't know, five to ten years when it's making plums, I guess. I'm not sure when, when, when we're going to. When you no longer live there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to come back. Excuse me. Can I have some plums? I used to live here.
Anyways. <laughs> What's with the accent? That's how I would come and visit an old house. <laughs> Hello. Hello, sir. Mum? Why? I don't know. Because I feel like <laughs> I feel like um poor British accent, like tiny Tim accent would get would gain me access more than just like mm. this voice, you know? Interesting. Yeah, I guess. Alms for the poor. May I have some plums? No, nah, it's weird. Yeah. Okay, I won't do it anymore. All right, start the show. What are we doing? Oh, yeah. Start the show. Yeah, I think it's you. I think so, too. Mm -hmm. Bros and hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with... Well, Sam Brandy. There it is. All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass... I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring this show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Bays has your personal items covered. And right now, Bays is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's base B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. Okay, so we're kind of like a, a week behind on the batch. But I did watch. We, we are. Yeah, but I did watch last week's episode, and it was the saddest, <laughs> the saddest episode of The Bachelor I've ever seen in my entire life. But also hilarious. It's, you know, it's really going downhill quick. It was so funny, like the way they set up the Zoom, because they should have done that in the seasons that was actually during the pandemic, because it was very relatable at that time. But luckily, I guess no lead mm -hmm. got COVID, so it really wasn't an issue. But it was very funny, like, them setting up the Zooms and stuff. And I think that my favorite part was that the girls couldn't see their faces on the iPad. There's two ways to, like, look at it. And I think that Zach looked at it in the bad way. It was like, you're so vain that you have to see your face Hey, fuck you. Everyone feels this way about Zooms, and that's what we do. And it's not like an ego thing. It's just I think that everyone does it. Because that Greer girl was like, I can't see my face. And she was like, normally I'd be staring at my face. I uh, totally agree with her. Every time I'm on a Zoom, I'm always looking at what, I'm, what I look like. And I don't know why, but I just want to make sure I don't <laughs> look like an idiot. D do you feel that way? Mm -hmm. I do. Like So, for instance, right now... Yeah. Take a picture of it. So when we record, we use either Skype or Zoom or you know something, guys. Yeah. Um, so I purposefully actually have my face off screen, so yeah. I'm just looking at you so that I don't stare at myself. Oh all yeah. The time. I'm doing it right now. I'm looking at my face while talking to you. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I think it's everyone does that when Sarah. Everyone I, does it for sure. Yeah. Sarah and I were talking to one another during, and she was like, "I fucking do that too." I'm like, "I think everyone does it." And yeah. to be like, oh, you're so vain, which was kind of his 
response to her was a little bit like, okay, buddy, is it lonely in your ivory tower of fucking non-ego that you don't do that? Because everyone does that. That was my takeaway. The other thing, though, I'm going to fucking slam this kid because I thought it was a fucked up thing. Greer girl, her saying, hey, listen, I got COVID at the end of the quarter and I knew I was striving for a goal and it, and it stopped me from doing that. And I remember feeling like this like s sadness and loss and like I, I kind of understand where you're coming from and him firing back. like It's not the fucking same. My thing is being empathetic is never wrong. Mm -hmm. regardless of the analogy not being synonymous. I agree. And so here's where I'm going to give him some grace. He was sick. And when you're sick, you're grumpy, you know? Mm -hmm. And maybe he's just like not, not into this chick anymore or whatever, or he started reading in some of her old tweets. I don't really know what happened. But I was like, dude, first of all, like you also look at yourself in the Zoom picture. Yeah, I know you do because you're human. She's trying to understand you. For whatever reason, I was like, this is kind of a dick move. I agree. I get, it gave me the ick for sure. Okay, cool. Um, he's starting to come off a little. He's very like above a lot of things. I feel, and like, I liked your ivory tower, you know, metaphor. Or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know because some of the things he says come off very like snobby is not the right word, but like I don't know. Just it's like he talks down to people sometimes, and I don't think I love it. Yeah, it's a little elitist, maybe. That's a good word. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's just been very like cutthroat about some things. And when he does it once or twice, it's fine. But it just like, I don't know. It's like, it's fine to take the, th take this seriously. Of course, like you're looking for a wife, blah, 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 blah. You know, the, the, the name of the game is to like, take it very seriously, obviously. But at the same time, it's like, it's a TV show. Come on. It's not that deep. You know what I mean? Okay. So I'm going to say who I think is going to win and who I think should be okay. the bachelorette. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, I think the ER nurse from Austin, Texas, Katie, is going to be the winner. Katie, uh-huh. I just think that, like, he likes her too much, and it's yeah. pretty obvious. Now, here's who I think— I've liked her since day one, just saying. She's lovely, lovely girl. This is who I think should be the bachelorette. If I'm right, and Katie is the winner— relatively speaking. I think Catherine, the registered nurse from Tampa, should be the bachelorette. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think she'd be a great bachelorette. She's very hot. Gorgeous. She kind of looks like a model to me. I agree. I think, she, yeah, she's definitely, I mean, they're all pretty, but she, I think she's the prettiest one there. Yeah. And so, and my whole thing is. Not, not that that constitutes bachelorette, but you know. Going back to my original thing of the social contract that we've all signed up for is that th this one person is deserving of all these other people like just fawning over them. And I do think that there needs to be one, they need to have a personality that can drive the show. And I don't know whether or not she has that, but I assume she does because very pretty people generally are pretty good at being charming because they're always being talked to, but sometimes they're not. And they're like mean girls, but she doesn't seem like that. Um, but also like, I think you need to be really, really pretty to be able to justify for the audience that all these guys, all these eligible suitors should be going after you. And I think I would sit down and watch that and be like, yeah, I get it. Like, she's pretty hot. I feel like those two were my top picks from the beginning on like who would be Zach's top two or whatnot. Like I've always liked those two and thought he really liked those two. I've been saying the whole time, I think either one of them, one of them is going to win. So yeah. I do think... Catherine would make a great bachelorette. I feel like there's one other girl with dark hair. The girl that went on like the making of the perfume date, Gabby. She's she's very pretty. 
Also, I saw some me- I saw I'm- some meme where uh, Zach is smelling the perfume sticks and has like kind of like a blank oh, I've seen that. blank look on his face. He's like, the moment he knew he had COVID, he couldn't smell shit. <laughs> Also, how did Gabby not <laughs> yeah, get good. how did Gabby not get the row and she was making out with them left, right, and center I know. that entire date? She must have some she must have some good immunity, you know? I guess. I don't know. There's not a whole lot of girls left that have like really big personalities. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all the ones with the bigger personalities have kind of left, I feel like. This is who I want in paradise thus far. Ariel. I like her a lot too. I think she's funny. Brooklyn, the uh, rodeo racer. Oh, yeah. She oh, seems yeah. like Spitfire. I mean, we need to have the Mandrell in. Gotta have her. Have I want Greer in there just because I want to be For like, sure. so let's talk about your tweets. I want Jess yes. in there because I feel like Jess is, she's like that I sweet girl. Love her. She seems like the girl that would definitely also, get engaged in paradise. Also, I don't know if you have seen her on social media, but no. I came across her TikTok the other day. And went down a wormhole of her TikTok because, like, she is so more outspoken and, like, oh. more personality and, like, way more confident on, on TikTok than she is on this show. Like, she's so quiet on The Bachelor. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I like her, I think. But she's so quiet and kind of timid on The Bachelor. But then on TikTok, she's, like, working it and got a lot of personality and, like, very confident. Like, it's, like, a totally, like, I don't know if she maybe went on TV and then kind of like realized, oh shit, like I was so quiet and timid, like I'm gonna change it or what, but very different on TikTok. So I hope she's I hope she's more like that. It like comes out of her shell more on Paradise. Yeah. Who was the girl that like threw a fucking fit because she didn't get the one-on-one? I think Greer. It was Greer, wasn't it? I told him I liked tea. Oh yeah, the tea thing. <laughs> and she was it's crying like, in the what? It was, she was crying in the hallway, but she was in front of uh, Gabby's or whoever's door. And she's like, I got to get through here. And she's got like the big dress and then all the fucking Chimmy Choo's shoes that she got. Yeah. So funny. I just like when girls do that on this show, to me, it just looks like you're trying to get attention. It's not like she was the only one left without a one-on-one. Like there were a handful of other girls that still haven't gotten a one-on-one too. Yeah. So it's like you can't feel that fucking targeted. I just don't love that. I just didn't think that was the best look. It was funny though. It was funny. The tea thing was funny. He knew that this is my dream date because I love tea. What? Mm, <laughs> also, yeah. hey, lady, he's not planning these dates there's a whole date team that's coming up with this stuff and they're like all right so uh who do you want to take take on the next date and i'm sure he's like gabby okay so this is what you're gonna be doing you're gonna be going on a tea date okay great and you're smelling perfume cool okay let's go yeah all right uh that's enough uh batch stuff you got some fave things bro perfect match came out with uh, a handful of new episodes have you started that yet no i don't know what that is (sighs) It's that dating show I was telling you about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The one that Francesca's on and Shane and all them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, it's, it's great, huh? It's really good. And so they keep releasing like four episodes at a time every week, I guess, which okay. like, can you not? Like, can you just let us binge it, you know? Yeah. But Francesca is out here just like pulling more villain cards. Like she, it's just so crazy. Like, and everyone obviously knows her game now, but she like, gets so serious about somebody for like two days and then just jump ship and take somebody else on a date. It's out of control. But they're kind of at a point now where people have the option to be brought back in that have already left the house once. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm guessing when people leave, they put them on hold somewhere, you know, nearby so that if people bring them back, they can come back, which I think that I thought that was an interesting thing to put in there. It's like that's not something you see on any other show. Like once you're gone, you're gone and there's really no coming back. So I think that's interesting. And then also they've brought in some people from other shows. So it's not just those four. They brought in somebody from, I never, 20-somethings or something in Austin. Have you, heard, have you seen that show? No. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. But apparently it's a reality show called 20-somethings. They brought a girl in from like selling Tampa or selling Sunset or like one of those. It's funny, like, they're pulling people from a lot of different shows, which I didn't realize that was a thing. I thought it was just before, but it is good. I think we're almost to the end. You know, on Too Hot to Handle, they the win the winner gets, like, a bunch of money, and I'm not really sure what you really gain on this show besides just being dubbed the winner. I have suggested to production for a couple seasons now that we start bringing in people who are not from The Bachelor to Paradise, and I think, mm-hmm. we, I think we need to because we're running out of, really good characters to come on the show. Gone are the days when you have Ashley Iconetti and Amanda Stanton and the twins, all that make good drama come. You got to go get the Francesca's over here. I know. She's good. And she's hot. Shitster. So it's easy for her to fuck with those dudes. Speaking of reality shows, have you seen Physical 100? No, I've never even heard of that. It's basically they're trying to make Squid Games a real thing. Oh. So it's a Korean show. Here's the tag. 100 contestants in top physical shape compete in a series of grueling challenges to claim the honor and cash reward as the last one standing. So they're playing for 300 million yen, which that could be a million dollars or it could be 47 raspberries. I don't know how much that money is, but it seems like it's a lot. So cool. Can I Google it? Yeah, Google what 300 million yen is. So anyways, the show is all... Oh, it's $2 million. $2 million bucks? $2 million, yeah, two million two hundred thousand. That's pretty good. Yeah. So it brings in 100 variant-shaped people. So it's everywhere from, like, bodybuilders, cheerleaders, CrossFit People, people who work for Peloton, MMA fighters, people who are in special ops, gymnasts, Olympic swimmers. Like, it's all of these people who are, like, very, very fit. And then they make them do challenges against one another, and they start whittling them down. And, like, like the first challenge, so I won't ruin it, like, the first challenge is they get 50 of them. There's two different groups of 50. And they all have to hang on a bar that like lifts up over over the ground and the ground separates and there's water. So like kind of squid games where like if you fell, you died, but in this one you don't die, obviously. And then just to see how long you can hold on. And there's a guy who's a gymnast who won a like Olympic gold as like a gymnast. This is kind of like my thing. I should win this. And then there's another guy who's like a special ops guy who like is much bigger, and you're like, he's not gonna be able to to win. And it comes down to those two. And then you're watching like who's gonna who's gonna break first like who's gonna do it and it's pretty interesting. It's also really funny because it, the whole thing's dubbed from like Korean to English. So like it's a lot of like oh he's so cool oh man he's a cool one and it's like really like a not a good translation. And they also have this like really weird cut replay thing that they do like when something crazy happens they'll show it and then it'll they'll replay it again and replay it again and then like replay it in slow mo. And it's just like real hacky, not great editing, but it's fucking hilarious. I love it. It's like the challenge, but 
meets Squid Games meets Bad ADR uh, voiceovers. Physical 100. Check it out. I don't know. I have a hard time when they overdub stuff. Yeah, but it's pretty. You know, it's pretty funny. For me. It's pretty funny when like, oh, he's so cool. <laughs> Everyone's so cool. Um, sounds sounds fun though. If you're into like the challenge and stuff like that, which I am, uh, I highly Obviously. recommend. Yeah. Okay. Well, I started a new show. Okay. I watched it on Hulu, so I'm not sure where it really airs. It's Milo Ventimiglia's new show. Oh yeah. I don't know if you said his name right, but yeah, probably not. The, I like the the attempt. Thanks, but I'm not sure. So I'm not sure if it's like a remake of something oh. or not. But um, I think there's only one episode out. But I really loved it. I mean, I love him. He's incredible. Um, there's also a couple of actors in this show that were on Prison Break back in the day, which was one of my favorite shows. Probably one of so your mom's favorite shows, and, too. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's been her crush ever since. So, yeah. Anyway, read the little synopsis over there if you got it. It tells the story of con man Charlie and undercover CIA officer Emma. A night of passion ignites love between the pair who are on a collision course professionally. The company you keep. On ABC and Hulu. So this thing that I pulled up says that it's based on a Korean series called My Fellow Citizens. So ah. I guess it's not a remake, but it's based on something. So anyway, only only one episode out, but so he's a con artist, and then he randomly at a bar meets this woman who is in the CIA. But when they're having drinks at the bar, they start talking just about how people are liars, I think, is how they start talking and bonding or whatever. And but they're lying to each other as they're as they're having drinks right but like but like very obviously like what do you do and he's you know well I'm a professional pianist or some shit that's not real you know what I mean and she laughs and he's like well, what do you do and then she'll sit make something up or whatever and that's kind of how they start talking and are having a great time and they end up like going upstairs and hooking up or whatever um but and then they it's they are still lying to each other about what each other does and then towards the end of the episode they're they're like quote-unquote work lives kind of end up intersecting but neither one of them knows who the other one really is right so I don't know it's it's a good setup setup to be really good and all the cast is really good I think it's I think it's uh was casted well and and everything but we'll see where it goes and it could get cheesy but it could also get really good I don't know I'm down I like Milo I think everyone thinks of him as like this is us guy but I think of him as Gilmore Girls guy Gilmore Girls yeah obvi yeah, I just saw him. Um, he was on Jimmy Fallon, probably promoting this show. Yeah, Jimmy was saying something about how much of a Gilmore Gilmore Girls fan he was, and that he was Team Jess, which I thought was funny. So I've got. I also was Team Jess, by the way. Me too. Right. Yeah, I did love Gilmore Girls. It was a very fast walk and talk show. Good writing. I got two hot takes that I'm not sure is going to be super popular with the YFTers, but I got I got to speak my truth. I started the new season of You. Ah. I don't love it. I don't know if I'm over it mm. or if mm. they've gone away from what I originally loved, which was him being the murderer, because now it's like a whodunit thing. This whole, like, vapid stereotype of the rich British people, they fucking annoy me. I'm always like, fuck these people. Like, it's so frustrating. Um, and I want him to go back to killing a lot of people. I know that's terrible to say, but that's what I want. It's a show where he, he used to mm -hmm. kill a bunch of people, and now he's not killing a bunch of people. He's trying to figure out who the killer is. 
Mm-mm. I also want him to be fucking a bunch of people. He's not really doing that because I, I read some article that like he came to like some agreement with his wife that he wasn't going to be doing love scenes. Bro, you're an actor. That's your fucking job yep. is to pretend yep. to do these things. But whatever. I don't love it. Have you started it? No, because remember I told you I'm still stuck on season. It was at three, the last oh. one. Like I never got, I got never got past the halfway mark on that one. I love that season one. dropped. Well, when this new season dropped, I went back and was like, I got to give this another shot, right? And finish this so I can watch the new season. And I just couldn't. I just couldn't get through it. So yeah. it's just, it's been lost on me for a while. I don't know. Sarah's going to finish it. I'm, she keeps on trying to put it on. I'm like, I don't want to watch that. Like, I'm just, no. I'm over. I'm, Penn, Badgley, kill some motherfuckers, please. Mm-hmm. And also, I want you to kill all these motherfuckers. I, they're all these pompous, rich assholes. I'm like, fucking kill them. There's this one girl at this castle that they go to that's just such a see you next Tuesday. And I'm like, you should just kill her in front of everybody. That would make me feel good. I mean, not really, but I mean, yes, it would. I, I hate her. They're not real people, so I can say that. Other one that like, I'm not sure if I'm into anymore. And this makes me feel very bad because I love this show very much. Okay. Outer Banks. Don't say that. I have it downloaded for my flight tomorrow. I know. I for, I don't know why I can't. Maybe it's just a little slow in the beginning. Jumby finally gets his dad back, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's what we've been doing. Don't dr- ruin some shit for me, though. I know. He finally gets his dad back, and that's what you're hoping for. And, and maybe they're doing a good job because they're because you're not sure how you feel about Jumby's dad. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm going to stick with it, but like it's just it's not grasping my attention here in the beginning. But I'm sticking with my original theory, which I said, I think in season two, last season, that I think his bandana is magic, heals people and shit. Okay, I'm sticking with that. I said that last season, and I want to be on the record as the one that said that because I think that that's right. Sarah thinks I'm an idiot for this theory, but she thinks I'm an well, idiot for a lot of things. I've been seeing this exact theory be, be going around on TikTok, and there's oh. an, I think it's an interview. Oh, yeah, there's an interview with the cast where they actually bring this theory up to the cast and are like, what do you guys think about this? So someone's are, someone is stealing that from you and running with it. I said it so long ago. Yeah, well, you should have t- taken it to TikTok. Fuck. Should have taken a lot of things yep. to TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> Damn. Well, I have it downloaded for my flight tomorrow, so I'll let you know next week what I feel about it. But I, I hope you're wrong. Because last season was really good. I know. It's a banger. But the episode we watched actually before falling asleep last night was pretty good. They, they rob a, okay. a train car, and that's pretty fun. And I still love JJ, I think, is the best character on that show. Yeah. I finished a recommendation from a YFTer that suggested I read the book. Flicker in the Dark by Stacey Willingham. Yep. And? And apparently, maybe Emma Stone is going to be in the HBO adaptation or something like that. I can see how it's going to be a very good show, but I just want to say, uh, yeah, boy, called it. I knew who the bad guy was in ah. the beginning. Not in the beginning, like halfway through it, I was like, mm, too, it's too simple if it's that person. It's too simple if it's that person. There is a couple twists in it that I did not call, but... Um, the main two I was I was right about. But anyways, it's very good. It's a good whodunit. Easy, easy kind of fun read. So uh, that was a good suggestion from a YFT. Okay. I'm not sure if you heard. Mm. But yeah. Meredith Grey, Ellen Pompeo. Oh, no. Had her very last episode of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, this week. my God. <laughs> no, say it ain't so. I hate you so much. <laughs> 
Yes, it is so. The end of a lengthy era. Mm-hmm. And this is nothing like this is nothing new. Um, everyone on the internet is up in arms as they should over be. her send off, over the way they did this last episode. Everyone's very upset that she got the ending that she got. It was very like downplayed. It just kind of felt like a normal episode. There was absolutely no like montage at the end that showed all the flashbacks of all the greatest moments of what? Meredith Gray's life. Like, we deserved that, you know? We deserved a beautiful montage showing all of our favorite moments, all of Meredith's greatest moments. We deserved that. And you know what? I des- I deserved yeah, to see did. her and Nick together. Yeah. I deserved that. You, you know? He finally, you know, grew a pair. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, maybe, like, shut up. Just shut me off for a minute. He finally grew a pair and tells her that he loves her. And she just fucking sits there and she like pretends not to hear him and is like, yeah, call you when I land. Like what? Mm. This man's finally professing his love for you. You already professed your love for him. You deserve this. You lost the love of your life. It's been forever. You finally reconnect with someone. He's smoking hot. He moved across the country for you. And now you're moving across the country without even telling him. And he's telling you he loves you and you're ignoring it. And then that's, then the the episode's over and you're never coming back. And that's all we get. No, no. It's not okay. Wow. It's not okay. They did you dirty, dude. Really dirty. I'm so sorry that you've dedicated so much of your life to a show that I've never even seen (sighs) nor care about. And also, it's been on forever. I remember when I lived in Nashville, when I was waiting tables, living at the Grove with girls from Vanderbilt. And I remember, like, this is, so this is like 2008, 2009. And I remember I was dating this chick and she was like, we got to watch Grey's Anatomy. I was like, okay. And then we watched it and I was like, fuck, this is ER. What are we doing here? We've already (laughs) seen this show. And it's still, it's 2023. Yeah. That's insane to me that we're still doing this show. Yeah. I know. It's really gone downhill in the past few years, obviously. And now that Meredith is gone, like, I just don't know. Yeah. I don't know how much longer it's going to last. Well, I'm very sorry for you and for your loss. I really just, I needed her and Nick to make it. I did. I didn't. I don't know who those people are, but. I guess like (sighs) the only thing they could do to redeem the situation Mm -hmm. is to keep Nick on the show. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. Meredith's gone, but like let Nick stay and be heartbroken and stay at Grace Sloan and no one will measure up to Meredith, but you know, maybe find someone else and just let us have Nick Marsh on the screen still. Like that would be the only redeeming thing you guys could do. Totally. Totes. You could also bring me on to play his love interest if you needed. Okay. What, what happened to Travis Kelsey? Oh, he's partying hard in Las Vegas right now. Why aren't you there? Why aren't you there DJing? He's, pr- he's probably been drunk since the Super Bowl. You Great. Know? Then his inhibitions are low and he can make bad decisions with the <laughs> with the brand eye. I have a feeling he's making plenty of bad decisions yeah. in Vegas. And I would have loved to DJ, but they had a small DJ uh, duo named the Chainsmokers that played. So I guess we'll let him have that, you know? Hmm. Is that still a thing? Yeah. What happened to Skrillex? Is that still a thing? Skrillex? Um, well, you know, Skrillex... Is that just one guy? Skrillex was a duo, right? I think they're just doing separate things. Okay. I have a suggestion for what we should call exes from now on. Okay. And this comes from the beautiful mind of Cord Overstreet. Ah. We were drunk at the golf club the other day, and 
we were with Sarah and our other friend Sierra and Cord and I, and we were talking about exes. And Wait, Cord- did he and his girl break up? No, no, no. She just wasn't there. She was working, and so. But we had played golf, and then we went and had like drinks after at the bar. And we were talking about exes, and he came up with, I don't want to call them exes anymore. We should call them something different. And I was like, okay, what should we call them? And he said, we should call them insignificant others. And I thought that that was the fucking funniest thing I'd ever heard in my entire life. Not significant others, <laughs> insignificant others. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> it's so much meaner <laughs> than an ex. <laughs> You're insignificant. <laughs> I can hear him saying, "Oh, dude, he's got his uh, mind works in very weird ways." But he, that had me dying laughing. I was like, "That's so fucking funny and so good." So yeah, funny. to all my insignificant others out there, fuck mm. you. Let me ask you this: Have you ever gone to a restaurant and ordered the special and it was good? Because I don't think the specials are ever good. I'm not sure if I've ever ordered a special and it was good. And let me tell you why. Because it's not something that they've perfected. It's something that they're trying out. You know, if it was something that was supposed to be, that was always so fucking fire, it would be on the menu already. And the reason why it's a special is because they're just trying shit out. We got to stop trying the specials because they're never good. Go with something that's always a hit on the menu. And then when the special makes it on the menu, then you can try it. Because guess what, restaurants? Specials always suck. Always, 100% of the time, you guys have not perfected it, don't love it, hate it, fuck the specials, they're not special. Wow. How do you feel about specials? I don't ever order the special because yeah. I'm a creature of habit and I just order the same thing over and over and Smart. over, so I just order what I know I like. Every time I've ever ordered a special because they'll be like, let me tell you about the specials, and then I'll be like, they'll read the fucking thing and then I'm like, oh, that sounds good. But I think it's all it's all pomp and circumstance. It's presentation. You're telling me about something that, and you're calling it something. The name signifies that it is special, but it's not All right? It's just a new concoction they're trying out. Maybe once or twice had like a really good special, but for the most part, specials are not special. (laughs) They're insignificant others. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't know. Good. Stay gold, pony boy. Don't ever try the specials. And for all the YF tears out there, you don't try them either. We have some fuck you very muches that I thought we should should rip through. Oh. Yeah. That would be lovely. I was reading them this morning and giggling to myself. Oh, boy. (laughs) Giggling to myself. Uh, this is from Chris Crocs two four six. New listener, five stars. Just started listening and literally laughed out loud so often. So thank you for that. All right, no problem. That's what we're trying to do. Love that one. Chelsea B seventeen. F you to the YFT or subject line. Five stars. Thanks for that. Ooh shit. As someone who's been featured on the podcast as a caller inner. Y'all just hating because you outside the club. Five stars to me being featured on the pod and boosting my mood for a bit. See, I like that. I think that that's people being a little peanut butter and jelly. If you ask me, they just want to be in, but they're not. Mm -hmm. This one comes from Your Mom's Cool. F you very much. (laughs) Five stars. Thanks for that. I wish I could explain the level of disdain I have for my fellow YFT listeners. The fact that they will throw each other under the bus faster than I can say Brandi is quite frankly appalling. I've gotten some great recommendations from other listeners, and because their precious ears can't listen to a voicemail as opposed to a podcast recording is preposterous. Since I can't leave voicemails anymore, watch the movie Fresh from 2022. Good crime thriller. I don't want to say too much in fear of all the YFT flamethrowers out there. Bye. See? <laughs> that one's funny. 
Oh yeah, this comes from Cowgirl from KS, Kansas City. Subject line, morbid day and bushy please. Five stars, thanks for that. Love the podcast, thanks so much. Been a listener since the beginning. I can relate to the bidet talk. I feel like I'm using a peasant toilet whenever I travel and stay where there isn't gasp <laughs> a toilet with only tissue paper, exclamation point. I agree with that. We need to normalize bidets in America. We do. Okay, so with that being said, I think we need to reopen the hotline. Okay, I'm all for it. I liked hearing from the YFTers. You guys want to call in 858 630 1856. That's 858-630-1856. Tell us what your favorite things are and we'll put you on the podcast and then you can be part of the club. Uh, if not, then you just be peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Hilarious. It's pretty funny. So I'm almost finished with uh, season one of The Wilds, the show I talked about last oh, week. Oh yeah, do you love it still? I, I really do. I really like it a lot. And I didn't know there was a season two. There is a season two. So I'm excited to start that. Um, highly recommend if you guys are looking for something to watch. Dope. You got any Muzaks? Last week, you know, I talked about Kelsey's mm -hmm. EP. She went on Call Her Daddy and spilled some freaking tea. Yeah, I know. If you guys are deep into the Kelsey Ballerini drama that's going on, you should definitely listen to that. My buddy Ernest put out an album. You know Ernest? I don't know Ernest. You don't? I don't. I'm shocked. Um, he's a Nashville guy. Super dope. So nice. Him and his wife both love them. The entire album is so good. If you like country, highly, highly recommend. He's got a lot of really great songs on here. I like If You Were Whiskey. Whispering in my ear, Lord knows my angel. Might not have disappeared, and I guess that's my fault. There ain't no one else to blame. Fewer whiskey, you give me diarrhea. That that would be the lyric that I would put in because that would be the truth. Three chords and the truth, baby. Hilarious. All right, I like that. Um, I saw Josh Ritter has some new music out, and I uh, I listened to some of that. You want ah. you want to go out in that? Sure. What you got coming up? Going on my big trip, leaving at six a.m. tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so next week I'll, I'll let you guys know well you're gonna find out on instagram where i'm at soon um but I'll, I'll let you know all about that super excited long travel day like it's gonna take me all day to get there and all the day to get home next week so i have like outer banks downloaded i've got oh the new season of drive to survive came out yesterday so i have that downloaded um i also have the little golf show that wells recommended downloaded and, oh, God, the freaking season finale of 1923 airs tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to download that first thing tomorrow morning to watch. Um, and we only have two episodes left of The Last of Us. So I have a lot to watch this yeah. week. Yeah. Mm, that's good. I'm glad you have a lot of stuff for your vacation. Yes. What are you doing? You sitting in the rain? I'm sitting in the rain. It's not raining right now, actually, which is quite, quite nice. I'm going to nurse my back. I did want to say I'm playing. I know that you get bored of my golf talk, but... I'm playing in the Invited Classic in Dallas at Las Colinas Country Club, April 21st through the 23rd with Ben Higgins and a bunch of other big names, not saying we're big names, but like a lot of athletes and celebrities are playing in it and tickets are free. So 
you go to invitedclassics.com, I believe, you can get general admission tickets for free, and then you can come and hang out with us. And I, th I think I'm going to be making drinks in between holes or at some point. So I'm probably just going to be making like transfusions for people and just giving them out so we can all get drunk together. So if you're in Dallas, uh, April 21st or the 23rd, come hang out with us. It'll be a lot of fun. You can hang out with me and Ben and Alfonso Riviera will be there and a bunch of other people. It'll be a lot of fun. And that's all I got. Cute. Yeah. All right. Well, have so much fun on your vacay. Thanks. Uh, by the way, I didn't, I didn't um, set this up, but this is Josh Ritter's new track, A Horse No Rider. And this is what we'll go out on. Okay, see ya. Bye-bye. So many questions I never asked How could things go so wrong? And what is love anyway but the prettiest bird Singing such a bitter song Horse no rider Horse no rider I can't see you anymore for some reason. Yeah, I don't know if your internet shit out or what. what. I don't know. I'm I'm plugged into the the like Ethernet situation, so it should be decent. Did you say Ethernet? I don't know. What is it? Ethernet. Whatever. Ethernet. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.